Good afternoon, and welcome to the Sex Under the Sea podcast, where each week we discuss the sexual behavior of fish and other aquatic animals. Today, we will be discussing sexual behavior in goldfish. Before we dive into some research, I thought I would give you listeners a quick overview of goldfish sexual behavior in case you aren't familiar. The first aspect of goldfish sex behavior is the courtship rituals. Before mating, male goldfish engage in a series of courtship rituals to find and attract a female mate. The male will chase the female around the river or pond during this time to move them into an area that is conducive to mating. Males will also flaunt their colors and fins to impress the females. Males will emit pheromones into the water that signal to females that they are ready to mate. Also during mating season, males' fins develop little white or pink lumps called breeding turbicles. These turbicles serve as a visual cue for females letting them know that the male is ready to mate. The next aspect of goldfish sexual behavior is this behavior itself. Firstly, in females, goldfish produce prostaglandin, which is a reproductive hormone in females that induces ovulation, mating, and spotting behavior. Prostaglandin, also known as PGF, acts on the brain and triggers the female spawning act, which is characterized by releasing the eggs. When PGF is produced, females release sex pheromones into the water, which then triggers male spawning behavior. Their spawning behavior is characterized by the sperm release. These spawning acts begin when an ovulated female enters the floating vegetation near the surface of the water, where the male quickly follows. The female and the male turn on their sides and swim quickly through the vegetation, releasing both eggs and sperm. The male always positions itself underneath and in contact with the female during this act. Then, they flip their tails to mix the spawned eggs and sperm. Female spawning will continue until most of her ovulated eggs are released, and this may involve hundreds or more spawning acts over several hours. Now that you know a little more about goldfish sex behavior, let's dive into some research on this topic. The first study is titled, Sexual Bipotentiality of Behavior in Male and Female Goldfish. You may not know this, but many fish can actually change their sex. While goldfish are not one of these fish, they can exhibit opposite sex behavior if induced with the right hormone. Prostaglandin, for example, as mentioned previously, is a reproductive hormone. If male fish are injected with prostaglandin, they will display female typical sex behavior. Likewise, for females, if treated with an androgen, they will behave male typically. These facts suggest that goldfish have a sexually bipotential brain, unlike us humans, which have a sexually differentiated brain. This study further investigates this idea. In the first series of experiments, male goldfish were shown to maintain male typical sex behavior within a week after being injected with PGF. Likewise, female goldfish were also shown to maintain their female typical sex behavior a week after being induced to perform male typical behavior. In the second series of experiments, when experimental males were treated with prostaglandin and placed with receptive females and males, the experimental males performed male-typical behavior with the females and performed female-typical behavior with the males. The same results were seen with the hormone-treated females. They performed male-typical behavior with receptive females and female-typical behavior with the receptive males. These results provide further evidence that goldfish possess a sexually bipotential brain that can regulate both male and female typical sex behaviors.
All right, moving on. The second study we will be looking at is called Gender Typical Olfactory Regulation of Sexual Behavior in Goldfish. While this title may sound a bit complicated, all it really means is it is investigating how the region of the brain responsible for sense of smell affects sexual behavior in male and female goldfish. It is interesting that the researchers titled it gender typical instead of sex typical, since to my knowledge at least, fish aren't capable of the social construct of gender. In this study, they either blocked the nasal passage with denture fix or sectioned a part of the olfactory tract in the fish. Researchers conducted behavior experiments where they injected females with prostaglandin to induce sexual behavior. Then the female and male fish were placed in a tank and observed for around 90 minutes. The results indicate that olfaction is essential in female and male goldfish to perform sexual behavior, but in different ways. Disruption to the olfaction in males causes a lack of pheromonal stimulation, resulting in no sex behavior, whereas the lack of olfaction in females causes strong inhibition of sexual behavior. However, when the olfactory tract is sectioned in the females, it removes this inhibition, thus resuming sex behavior. Therefore, goldfish have sex-typical olfactory regulation for sexual behavior. Now I would like to introduce a very special guest. I am honored to say that we have a goldfish named Tiffany from this study here on the podcast. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell me about your time in the study? What were your likes and dislikes? Yeah, of course. I think my favorite part was getting to hang out with all my friends. We had a lot of downtime in the stock tanks, so we got to know each other pretty well. My least favorite part was definitely the surgery. As you can imagine, goldfish brain surgery is pretty complicated, and having part of your olfactory tract sectioned is no fun at all. I can imagine. That must have been very difficult for you. Yeah, it was traumatizing to say the least. So I'd be right in saying that you preferred the nasal occlusion with the denture fix? Oh, absolutely. The denture fix was also water-soluble, so over time, it just dissolved. That does sound way better than the surgery. Well, it's great you got to know people. I'm glad that something positive came out of your experience. Yeah, I'm actually getting married to one of the guys I met in the tank. We're thinking of a June wedding. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I wish you the best of luck. All right, that is the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next week to learn about seahorse sexual behavior.